Well, good morning and welcome to Your DIY Health Radio here on the Spreaker Radio Network and simulcasting on free conference call. Not HD, just free conference call. Sorry about that. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It is Thursday, August 31st, 2023. Last day of August. My goodness. Getting into the fall time now, just about. Anyway, this program is meant to provide natural healing information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I search for and present to my listeners natural modalities that simply assist and augment the body's ability to heal itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing that's missing is the raw materials. And when you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Now you can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. There's all kinds of information there. All the products we talk about are there, including the iTeraCare device, which is featured prominently at the top of the homepage. And there's lots of information about that. We've got downloadable, downloadable flyers and brochures. There's a link to a YouTube playlist that has over 140 videos talking about the technology, how it's used, and testimonials from people all over the world who have had fantastic life-changing results using these things. There's also a link to the dedicated website for the device where you can get more information, more testimonials, and the Order Now button. And right now, we've got a end-of-summer special going on. From now until the 10th of September, or while supplies last, we you can get two wands, two classic 2.0 wands for $500, which is a $260 savings. That's right. They're normally $380 a piece, which normally uh, would be $760 for two of them. Instead, it's just $500. What a deal. So if you want to uh, take advantage of that, just click the Order Now button. When you get to the point where you're selecting uh, the wands, just select one wand for $380. But when you get to the payment box, and there's two, po- two boxes there, it's the amount you put in $500, and in the Remarks box, you put your name. And that's all you have to do. Um, when I get that and I see the uh, 500, I know that you want two of them. Um, and I will get the uh, two of them ordered and they will both ship in the same box to the same location. So uh, easy, easy peasy stuff, you know, just no problem at all. Just uh, put one wand in the thing. But when you put in the payment amount, put in 500 and that will. And there's directions, I believe, on the on the main website telling you how to do it. And uh if you do that, you should have your wand in two to three days. Piece of cake. Or your wands, excuse me, both of them. And if you want, you can still just order one for 380 That's no problem. As long as the amount is reflecting of the uh, either 380 for one or 500 for two, you're good to go. All righty then. So uh, do that, and uh, everybody will be happy. Nobody will get hurt, and you'll have your wands or wands. But um, also, while you're on the website, be sure and hit the Radio Shows tab. And at the top of the page is the link to the archive page set up through castbox.fn. And then if you scroll down a little further, you'll see the information on the shows we do, when they're on, and how you listen. And that has been changed recently because uh, the TFR server is acting up still. And so is Jitsi, uh, which is a real nice platform, but uh, they've been acting up weirdly lately. So uh, we have shut that down. The only thing we're on right now is Spreaker which is the main hosting service, and free conference call, which gives us our chat room 
and the capabilities there. So um, I encourage you to use that and uh, just have fun with it and uh, you'll have a good time. It'll work out really well. So anyway, um, let's see here. Where was I? Yeah, the uh, information on the shows we do when they're on and how you listen. And if you scroll down a little further at the bottom of the page, you'll see the link to the Facebook page set up for the show as well as the Telegram channel. And um, on the home page, don't forget, you know, once you get past the uh, the um, iTerracare device, you'll see information on Q streaming. And if you watch TV, if you're paying for cable, you want to check out Q streaming. That's all I got to say. Uh, you'll be amazed. I have been, um, I've had it for about three months now, and it works great. Um, you're getting almost to, well, about 1,800 channels right now, including all the pay-per-views, all the movie channels, all the sports channels, all that stuff, plus everything else that you would normally have to upgrade for on all the other platforms, and it's just $59.99 a month. All you need is a high-speed internet connection, and if you're using it on a TV, then you would also need an Amazon Fire Stick for about $30-35. bucks. takes about 20 minutes to program it, and you're off and running. And I'll tell you what, the quality is excellent. Um, shows are there. You know, everything that you can imagine, they're, they're there. And uh, then also, at the top of the links page, if you're interested in your cell phone service and you don't want your money going to Planned Parenthood or Antifa or BLM or any of those other liberal causes, I suggest you check out Patriot Mobile. To my knowledge, they're the only Christian conservative mobile phone provider on the planet, or at least in this country. And um, they've got great service, great pricing, great uh, uh, networks. You know, they use the top networks. Um, and the best part, in my opinion, is when you call them for any kind of support or service or anything, you're talking to someone who's a Christian conservative in the United States who has English as their number one language. And you can understand the people. They're very nice to talk to. They're very knowledgeable and well worth uh, checking into. And that's, again, on the top of the links page on my website, yourdiyhealth.com. Okay, keep in mind the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on this show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the Spreaker Radio Network, Free Conference Call, their owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Nothing we say in the show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health or wealth issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes only, so that as a responsible adult, you can use this show as a jumping off point to do your own research and due diligence to make sure that what you're doing and what you're trying is right for you. All righty then. A lot of stuff in there lately about the clot shots and the jabs and all that kind of stuff. Um, and of course, they're bringing it back. You know, they, they're talking about a so-called deadly, um, completely different variant from Canada and all the junk. And they're slowly, you know, there's talk now that they may be trying to bring back the lockdowns and uh, mask mandates and all that junk as of uh, this coming month of September and October. And uh, just one thing after another to mess everything up and cause us problems. And... Uh, Here's one of the first ones. Hard proof that COVID jabs were intentionally designed to kill unborn babies. 
Fetal, fetal maternal medicine specialist Dr. James Thorpe spoke with Dr. Naomi Wolf recently about what he knows concerning the dangers of the Wuhan coronavirus or COVID-19 jabs. I will not say vaccines because they were not vaccines, they're bioweapons. One of the very few medical providers for pregnant women and babies to raise the alarm about the issue, Dr. Thorpe revealed to Dr. Wolf that the shots appear to have been designed with stopping reproduction in mind. Now, that makes total sense. One of the major companies involved in those things in the U.S., Moderna, is partially owned by Bill Gates. And Bill Gates is a clear, um, what do you want to call him? Um, I'm trying to think of the term. (laughs) My brain just froze up, still waking up. Um, his daddy was part of uh, Planned Parenthood and all the junk with, uh, he's a um, eugenicist, that's the word I'm looking for, with Margaret Sanger. And, of course, Gates has expanded. You know, they were, Sanger especially, was really against black people. And his daddy Gates probably, daddy Gates probably was too. But Bill is a, um, uh, a f- what's the word <laughs> again? Um Man, can't remember it anyway, but uh, he's he's an equal opportunity uh, eugenicist. He doesn't care what color you are. He wants you dead. And he talks about in chats that he's given about uh, increasing um, the death rate and, you know, reverse reducing population. One of the main reasons or ways methods that he talks about is vaccines. So that just stands to reason if he's got any involvement at all, number one, he's trying to kill you. Number two, there's a good chance that there's vaccines involved. And he's been involved in that in India, in Africa, and to the point now where he can't travel to those countries. They'll they'll track him down and arrest him if he's lucky. They might beat him to death with clubs, which, you know, that'd be a good thing, too. (laughs) Oh, man, that guy is public enemy number one in a lot of respects in a lot of places and uh as well he should be the guy is bad news all the way around and he's just a globalist that uh, thinks he's one of the people that needs to be alive to run things because he's so smart and we need to get rid of all these useless eaters it's all just like um climate change which is another big part of this garbage total fraud but anyway um Dr. Thorpe was actually fired from his job at St. Mary's Health System, uh, one of the largest Catholic health systems in the country, for going public about what he and his wife Maggie, an attorney, discovered upon filing a Freedom of Information Act or FOIA request. Various so-called influencers were given a piece of a $13 billion pie to promote the mRNA injections from Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna. There was also a contract involving a for-profit OBGYN non-governmental organization, and we may talk about this later, who oversaw and influenced tens of thousands of obstetricians and gynecologists on multiple continents to push the jabs using government propaganda. The contract that the Thorpe's FOIA disclosed provides for the return of the money if medical organizations do not adhere to the safe and effective for pregnant women and new mom script presented to them by HHS, explains the state of the nation. Dr. Thorpe independently confirms the War Room Daily Clout's findings 
now from three other independent sources that placentas, fetuses, and newborns were being damaged by the mRNA injection. All four sources confirm the same kinds of damage, fibrins, blood clots, small for dates, in other words, the babies weren't developing properly or much smaller than they should have been at any specific time, restricted growth, and weight of the placentas and calcifications, meaning that babies of vaccinated moms in utero may not be getting enough food and they may lack the room to grow normally. Mm -mm -mm. Every OBGYN should have known COVID jabs would damage women and their unborn babies. You think? I mean, up to this point, you never gave vaccinations of any kind to pregnant women. But all of a sudden, years and years and years of practice go right out the window, and they start sticking these into people, and that produced about an 82% miscarriage rate. That tells me it's what, what they were doing. And, of course, the whole thing is about global population reduction, these jabs have killed over 20 million people so far and injured over 2 billion. And the ones who are injured, usually within two to five years, join the ranks of the dead. So when you've got 2 billion plus people injured, that takes a big chunk out of the global population of close to 8 million or 8 billion, right? Unbelievable. Based on everything the Thorpe's uncovered, Dr. Thorpe believes that the o every OGBI went and should have known that the COVID jabs were dangerous for women and their unborn babies because they are inflammatory, which is catastrophic for pregnancy. I'm telling you that 95% of the physicians and nurses are captured by their paycheck, Dr. Thorpe told Dr. Wolf. Dr. Thorpe would go, uh, go into great detail during the interview explaining how Pfizer attempted to hide the truth by keeping all damning data out of the about the shots locked away for 75 years and launching a massive propaganda campaign about 300 major organizations and influencers including synagogues and churches and many others convinced the United States and the entire world that this deadly shot was safe effective and necessary in the most vulnerable population, pregnant women. The Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention entered into a, a covenant of death pact with the American College of OBGYNs as well as with the influencers to peddle the lie that the shots are safe and effective for pregnant women and their babies. They took well over $11 million. They signed the covenant with death and they're not allowed to deviate one iota from the lethal narrative of HHS, Dr. Thorpe said. If they do, they will be liable for paying back every single penny, which they've already pocketed. So that's why the American College of OBGYN, the American Board of Obstetricians and Gynecology, and the Society for Maternal Fetal Medicine, to this day, are the evil organizations that perpetrated this crime on the world. And I will not back down from attacking them because we have the proof. And the full interview is on the state of the nation, but I'm going to put this in the chat room on free conference call. So it will be there for anyone who would like it. 
and uh, if you get in there and can't see it you know that's one of the only problems with free conference call that I, that bugs me is the chat only shows what was posted after you join the chat so things that are in there now if you're not in there you won't be able to see when you do get in why they do it that way i don't know but i'm hoping they will fix it anyway um let's move onward that that's just a sad sad situation and uh, you know it does say the same thing there's no question these shots were designed as a population reduction method you know the the illness had a 99.7 percent survival rate basically for the average person and of course the way the system was set up and this is this is part of the american murder association and they have earned that moniker now especially because of the way they dealt with people during the COVID 19 pandemic they were told oh there's no early treatment you just go home and when your lips start to turn blue and you can't breathe come back and we'll hospitalize you we'll put you on remdesivir and kill all your organs and we'll put you on a ventilator and kill you and that's what happened the disease hardly killed anyone it was the treatment that killed everybody and even that the numbers were so small that they had to fudge everything and all forms of death other than COVID pretty much vanished during 2020 to 2022 and three. You know, they just reclassified all causes of death to COVID. So, and the thing that's proven, the death numbers did not go up during the early part of COVID. It wasn't until the jabs were rolled out that we saw the skyrocketing deaths and again, it wasn't from the disease, it was from the injections. And Dr. Jay Bhattacharya rebukes irresponsible Biden, <laughs> and that's one of the nice terms for that schmuck, for pushing new COVID-19 injections on Americans. Dr. Jay Bhattacharya of Stanford University rebuked President, resident, <laughs> usurper Joe O. Biden, for pushing the new Wuhan, Wuhan coronavirus and COVID-19 bioweapons on Americans and act the professor of medicine called irresponsible. I would call homicidal. There's a good one. And here we go. It never occurred to me that an American president would be the number one spokesperson for the pharmaceutical company, but here we are. Bhattacharya told the Epoch Times, his remarks followed an, an announcement by the chief executive, O'Biden, regarding his request to fund the development of a new COVID-19 jab. It's irresponsible to make this kind of public health advice for the entire American public in the absence of excellent randomized trial evidence, which has not been produced by the pharmaceutical companies, nor will it because it doesn't exist. Not requiring randomized trial evidence for updating the, vac the injection is irresponsible. Again, homicidal. According to the Stanford professor, the Food and Drug Administration never asked for money to bankroll the production of the new COVID-19 jabs against the, late, uh, against the latest SARS-CoV-2 strains. 
The Biden abomination is also incorrectly treating COVID-19 booster shots as similar to the flu vaccine that needs to be injected yearly, he added. There's a long track record where the safety record of the flu vaccine is understood. Not really. They're all dangerous, ineffective, and terribly unsafe. COVID-19 injection is using a different mechanism than the flu vaccine. You can't extend the experience you have with the flu vaccine to this bioweapon. Bhattacharya, he's just too nice. Wasn't alone in his sentiments regarding Biden's announcement. Dr. Paul Merrick, co-founder of the Frontline COVID-19 Critical Care Alliance, had more scathing remarks. It's insanity. I think the previous injections have failed. You think? (laughs) Well, they failed in what their official stated purpose was, but they have been tremendously successful in what their real purpose was, which is killing lots of people. And this is untested. He told the Epic Times, making a new vaccine or bioweapon against the new SARS-CoV-2 variant, which is untested, makes no sense. I myself can't see a gr- any group of patients who would benefit from the injection. We need to know more information. Bhattacharya, everyone treated as unvaxxed under new COVID injection. <laughs> yeah. The comments by Dr. Bhattacharya and Merrick followed uh, Biden's August 25th announcements during an appearance in the South Lake Tahoe, California. The president, the resident, told reporters, I signed off on a proposal we have to present to Congress, a request for additional funding for a new injection that is necessary. I hope they turn it down, but you know they won't. That works. Oh, the other ones didn't, but this one will. (laughs) And we're supposed to believe this lion SOB? And tentatively, not decided finally yet, tentatively, it is recommended. It is likely to be recommended that everyone get it, no matter whether they got it before. How did they get it before if it didn't exist until now? Hmm. They got something before. And it didn't kill them, so they must they need it now because this one will work and this one will kill you where the other one didn't because the other one that you got that didn't kill you is probably saline. Since early July, three new variants of COVID-19, the EG5 or ARIS, the FL151 Fornax, and the BA286 Parola strains. Don't forget the BS2247, which is what we're getting from the medical community and the government. BS 24-7 is Bravo Sierra 24-7 365, which is just killing us all and filling our heads with a bunch of crap. Okay, that's what BS 24-7 is. (laughs) Anyway, these strains have been responsible for a rise in hospitalization across the country. Baloney. The only thing that's caused the rise in hospitalizations is the jabs that people took. This uptick has prompted some businesses, schools, and hospitals to reinstate mask mandates. Big Pharma has also been busy at work with multiple drug companies introducing new injections they claim will be effective against the Eris strain. Oh yeah, well just because they claim it doesn't mean it's true. During an August 24th press conference, officials from the Center for Disease Control and Prevention told reporters that the new COVID-19 injections are expected to become available to the public in mid-September. About the same time they're going to roll out face diapers again. Hmm. The injections are still pending approval from the Federal Death Administration, according to CNBC. 
Officials from the two health agencies urged Americans to get three injections. The updated COVID-19 injection, the flu vaccine, and GlaxoSmithKline newly approved vaccine for the respiratory syncytial virus. Yeah, another term for flu. <laughs> A COVID a CDC official explained injection is going to continue to be key this year because immunity wanes and because COVID-19 continues to change and we haven't killed enough people, so we got to keep jabbing you. Bhattacharya picked up on Biden's comment that everyone will likely be advised to take the new COVID injection, no matter whether they got it before. Here's where they're saying is essentially like it's amnesty, he said. We're all going to be treated as if we're unvaccinated with regard to this jab. (laughs) And here is Dr. Jay Bhattacharya. You write about uh, the data uh, that uh, uh, the, the consequences of social isolation uh, and the deteriorating mental health that is associated with these lockdowns. I was particularly struck by the CDC data that you cite that says, let me get this right, that one in four young adults seriously considered suicide this past June when much of the country was locked down. That's a really stunning number. And these impacts that you talk about in your testimony are really stunning. So can you speak to the challenges that maybe young people in particular, but but all Americans face from lockdowns as a mitigation strategy. I, mean, I, I think I think lockdowns as a mitigation strategy are a failure of, of ima- policy imagination, and they have been had absolutely devastating effects. Uh, humans are not meant to live in isolation, and that's that's the main focus of the lockdown strategies. Um, now, I think there are some folks who are at high risk from this disease. As, as I said, older people, so people with chronic conditions. Uh, and so for instance, 40% of deaths have happened in nursing homes. There we actually do need to do some sort of isolation, but we have to be careful there as well. Uh, 20, there's been a 20% increase in dementia-related deaths in nursing homes apart from COVID. There's a, the, the, key, the, the key failure, I think, is a failure of public health to recognize that there's dangers other than COVID. Heart disease, Psycholo- the psychological distress to young people is devastating. We, we basically made them feel guilty uh, for even for doing normal young people things. Uh, I mean, and, and as, a, as a result, it's, it, it's had, as you can see, one in four seriously considered suicide. That number is absolutely shocking. I mean, I think it should shock the imagination of everyone listening into thinking creatively about policy alternatives to lockdown. The lockdown should be a very, very last ditch effort not the, the, the thing that we decide is we should do all the time. I noticed that now even the World Health Organization, which I have to say is a body in which I place very little trust um, and for which given its conduct in this pandemic, I have very little respect. But nonetheless, even the WHO, I believe, has now said that mass lockdowns as a, as a mitigation strategy are, are they don't recommend them. I mean, quite the contrary, that they think the consequences, some of which you've just outlined from these lockdowns uh, are devastating. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, there's an estimate uh, that the that the UN put out uh, in April, actually, I think, uh, saying that the, that there were 130 million people at risk of starvation as a consequence of the economic damage from the epidemic. Um, I mean, these are lives. 130 million. I mean, that's that's uh, you know two orders of magnitude more than the number of people who have died from COVID-19. Um, and to not account for that in our policy response, I think, is is utterly irresponsible. Can you talk to me a little bit about some of the other healthcare effects associated with um, lockdowns and decisions to cancel elective surgeries? I know in, in my home state of Missouri, many hospitals 
uh, canceled elective surgeries back in the spring, uh, uh, trying to prepare based on the data at the time for what they thought would be an absolutely massive surge. And even now, as we're seeing cases rising quite significantly across the country, and again, in my home state, a number of hospitals, as, as a precaution, have, have curbed elective surgeries and in some cases delay them, which I totally understand. But help us speak to, if you could, the, the issues that come with uh, the problem of deferred health care. And when you have, again, especially in a lockdown situation, when you have many, many, tens of thousands of Americans, millions of Americans, maybe deferring what would otherwise be fairly routine healthcare procedures, healthcare visits. What is the cumulative effect of that over weeks and months uh, as it builds up? We're going to be paying the toll for that for for a, for, gen, for, a uh, for a very long time. Just to, just to take one example that's I think striking to me, uh, mammography mammograms to check for breast cancer declined by I think something over eighty percent nationwide. Um, what's the consequence of that? Many, many women who would have been diagnosed with earlier stage breast cancers now will come in with late stage breast cancers in the in the next year. Uh, in, we've actually had made a lot of progress in in reversing mortality for for uh, for breast cancer and other cancers in in the in the, re, in the last decade. Um, that's going to get reversed with with one hundred percent certainty as as uh, as the as basic preventative measures, colonoscopies, uh, mammography. Have gone by the wayside because of COVID. I mean, I think it's it's. I mean, I should be clear because of the COVID lockdowns. Um, I, I think that the uh, public health should think about all of public health, all of health, not simply one disease. It's public health is not just about infection control. I think that's been a major mistake that we've made all through this uh, through this pandemic. A couple of things you said that just made my hair stand up on the back of my neck. <laughs> the last one about you know. Because of the COVID lockdowns and women didn't get their uh, mammograms, again, most of the time when we've got these uh, doctors coming in and giving their opinions, you have to remember, first and foremost, they are allopathic witch doctors. So the very premise upon which most of their training is based is a fraud. That's the germ theory. Also, the tried and true practices supposedly of the american murder association things like mammograms which by the way are 30 percent accurate so every, one in every three mammograms is accurate so you could a woman could go in and have one of these things and it might say that she has cancer it might say that she doesn't have cancer and it might you know who knows what the rest of it is you know, you know, she could have cancer and it'll say she doesn't, or she could not have cancer and it says she does. And in a lot of cases, women have their breasts removed and they go through chemo and all kinds of other garbage for no reason whatsoever. And the other thing about mammograms is they are self-fulfilling prophecies. If you get enough mammograms, you will develop breast cancer. And again, these things are pushed by the American Murder Association. What a great deal. You know, for them, they know that sooner or later, every woman that has a mammogram will end up under their knife. And they're going to be making money off of them. First, they make money by doing the, the mammograms themselves. And then they make money by doing the treatments. And in many cases, for people that don't even have cancer. You know, I have a friend that um, went, went to the church I used to go to, and 
she allegedly you know went and had a mammogram and was diagnosed with cancer she had a mastectomy she had chemo and all that junk and she survived well she may be a cancer survivor but she's definitely a cancer treatment survivor because normally it's the it's the chemo that kills you not the cancer so she went through all of that and probably didn't have cancer in the first place she was probably one of those people that had a positive test when she was actually negative and then to add insult to injury now that she is a survivor she goes around recommending and arranging for mobile mammogram facilities to come to churches and help other women get mammograms here's some here's a tip for you women and i love this you go in there and you talk to your doctor and you tell them when you take the family jewels and crush them between those two plates then i'll think about doing it with myself with with the girls until then go pound sand i want a high resolution ultrasound something that's no radiation very low um as far as uh, uh negative side effects there virtually are none and it's just as accurate if not more so it'll show you the things that are really there and it won't show you things that aren't there high resolution ultrasound but it's not as uh fancy it doesn't make enough money and it doesn't cause cancer so doctors won't use those things very often because they want to use the ones that are going to guarantee that eventually that person's going to be making a lot they're going to make money off you avoid mammograms you know i keep telling my wife do not get these things now i i'm hoping she listens to me but um uh, Anytime a doctor says, you need a mammogram, so nope, nope, nope. If you're going to do anything, do a high-resolution ultrasound. It'll do the job, and it's less invasive, and virtually no chance of killing me <laughs> or giving me breast cancer. So, you know, those are the kind of things you got to think about. Anytime you listen to one of these doctors, even if they're so-called supposedly on our side, most of them are still pro-vaccine in general most of them if they have a, a child will have their children injected with the uh, cdc's recommended child vaccine schedule so they're only just now they're johnny come lately's coming to the party at least they're standing up and saying wait a minute these things didn't have testing these things are deadly but they're not going far enough they're not doing the research that is out there that's plain and available for people to see that shows that there has never been a vaccine that's safe and effective and it works. They believe the propaganda that they got in medical school that vaccines stopped all these terrible childhood illnesses and they saved us from the deadly things like smallpox and polio, when in fact it's admitted now that the only cases of polio out there are from the vaccines. So the vaccines, as usual, are continuing on the wrath of these diseases that would otherwise be gone so there you have it and the same thing's probably true with measles and so many of the others but that's that's absolutely nuts and uh let's uh, back this up and see if we can find there was another one that i wanted to cover um bum, bum, bum. 
hard proof now, so you know, jab better. I think, hmm, yeah, this is basically another version of the same one I covered first. <laughs> That's interesting. EMFs linked to miscarriage and fertility issues. EMFs, you mean like uh, 5G? <laughs> uh, wireless devices and gadgets are growing in popularity because they can are convenient to use. However, research suggests that electromagnetic fields, or EMFs, commonly linked to these devices are associated with various health issues in men and women. Yeah. Everybody seems to forget about 5G. 5G and the the frequency range that, that those things operate at specifically affect your body and keep your hemoglobin hemoglobin which is the part of the you know, red blood in the red blood cells that's the stuff that helps carry oxygen to your cells. And basically if you're uh, exposed to 5G for long enough and heavy enough uh, amounts it could basically kill you because you won't be able to transport oxygen to the places in your body that need it, which is everywhere. And that's what we saw. You know, Wuhan, China was the first city in the world that was supposedly covered every square inch with 5G. And when we saw people keeling over dead, it was from 5G and not COVID. Anyway, the constant use of modern gadgets means you are frequently exposed to EMFs, and the thing is, is even if you're not using them, you're still exposed. The devices and gadgets themselves put out very little compared to what the towers around you are putting out. So whether you're using 5G or not, you're still surrounded and inundated with it on a daily basis if you're in a big, in a big city. You get out into the hinterlands, and maybe not so much. You're still in the LTE ranges and stuff like that. They don't have 5G everywhere yet nationwide. And you're in the older type stuff, which is bad, but not as bad as 5G. But don't think if you, okay, I'm not using this phone anymore. I'm throwing it away, and I'll be free from 5G. <laughs> don't make that mistake, because you're not. The antenna towers that are all around you are still covering you with this stuff, and that's the majority of the 5G damage. It's not from the individual phone you're carrying. It's from the transmitters and towers all around you. Anyway, um, the constant use of modern gadgets means that you are frequently exposed to EMFs, which could lead to worries about infertility and miscarriages. Many young adults who want to have children are now struggling with infertility. Data suggests that almost one in five couples have trouble getting pregnant. The number of miscarriages is going up by 1% annually. Keep in mind also, they're trying to blame infertility on EMFs when the majority of infertility is nutritionally related. When your body doesn't have the things it needs to make a healthy baby, it will not let you do so. And that's where the vast majority of uh, either infertility or miscarriages come from because you either become really deficient after conception and because of that, the body can't continue producing the baby, so it basically stops and you miscarry. Or you're in, you know, in uh, 
you're infertile out, outright because you don't have the nutrition in your system to produce a baby in the first place. And Dr. Wallach has uh, proven this over and over again. He boasts that he's gotten more women pregnant than Solomon. And the thing is, is he's taken people that have spent thousands and thousands of dollars at fertility clinics and all the stuff. And all he had to do was get mom and dad both to be on six months, uh, the 90 essential nutrients appropriate for their body weight for six months and avoiding the bad foods at the same time. And the same couples that couldn't conceive to, for nothing, conceive very simply, had a perfect care uh, pregnancy, no problems, no preeclampsia, no gestational diabetes, nothing. And everything was smooth as silk once they got the nutrition in their systems. So don't believe everything you hear about EMFs. Now, they're bad, yes, but they're not the only culprit. And like the standard allopathic system, they know nothing about nutrition. They think if you're able to walk into your their office that you've got everything you need to produce a healthy baby, and nothing could be further from the truth. So... Again, you have to temper what you're seeing here when they say, oh, the data suggests that almost one in five couples are having trouble getting pregnant. Well, that's true. But it's not just from EMFs. It's from the crap in the food, crap in the water, crap in the air, and the lack of good nutrition that's virtually impossible to get from food. You must supplement, and you must supplement with the right supplements because 99% of the supplements on the market are worthless. You have to have plant-based, uh, clinically, you know, medically, uh, medical nutrition, basically. And it can't be medical nutrition from an MD because they don't know anything about it. <laughs> it's got to be science-based, clinically verified medical nutrition from a source that produces plant-based natural um, stuff. And about the only place you can get that is longevity. Anyway, continuing on. Signals from your wireless devices and electronics can cause stress inside sensitive cells, potentially harming important organs involved in reproduction and those same organs that are starved by lack of nutrition. Additionally, EMFs from these devices can hurt the parts of the body responsible for having babies. That's true too, but it's also lack of nutrition, with findings from animal studies supporting this idea. <laughs> How EMFs affect female organs. Don't forget, female organs are also powered by nutrition. And when they don't have the nutrition, they're not powered. <laughs> so EMF or not, they're not going to do anything. And I guarantee you, you could take the same woman who's having trouble uh, reproducing and conceiving now. You take her out in the middle of nowhere where there's absolutely no EMFs whatsoever. She still will not conceive until you give her the nutrition that she needs. Finding from an animal study showed that when female rats were exposed to EMFs all over their bodies, their ovaries were damaged. While the same hasn't been proven in humans, there is still a risk that uh, continuous EMF exposure could, over time, cause infertility. EMFs can stop eggs from being released and cause harm to eggs stored in the ovaries. Experts uh, said some types of EMFs can also affect the growth of egg-containing structures called follicles, which can make it harder for women to get pregnant. Studies have also found that EMF exposure can make animals take longer to have babies. Hmm. 
how EMFs affect male organs. Male animal subjects uh, exposed to radiation from mobile phones also experience damage to their testicles. A 2021 study found that male mice exposed to 4G phone signals grew irregular layers of cells in their reproductive organs. Researchers reported that 4G radiation might hurt rat kidneys and testes. A review in Electronic uh, Physician suggested that EMFs can reduce and kill sperm-producing cells in mice. Studies analyzed in in the review showed that the EMF can break the DNA in cells that grow into embryos. You know, something else to keep in mind, in these uh, studies, you know, the animals generally are, fo- are fed a good nutritionally balanced uh, diet. That's the funny thing. You know, they've, we've had the same problem in animals that we have in uh, people. You know, animals can get type 2 diabetes. They can get high blood pressure. They can get osteoporosis and arthritis. And we've cured all those things in animals by putting the right stuff in their feed. So that's one um, variable that's being removed from the equation when you're doing lab tests. Because lab tests generally have uh, animals that are being fed a proper diet where they're getting the vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and essential fatty acids that they need where humans don't because we're lab rats that they don't care about. Anyway, EMFs and hormonal disruptions. EMFs can directly impact the pineal gland, which contains controls hormones. In turn, this lowers melatonin, a hormone that affects sleep, sperm production, and reproduction. Dr. Elizabeth Lee Vliet, I think it is, V-L-I-E-T, a preventative medicine specialist said experts haven't had enough time to study the effects of the recent increase in radio frequency EMFs on human reproductive organs, particularly because iPhones were only invented in 2007. She also suggests taking antioxidants like C, vitamin C, D, and E, and melatonin to protect against the potential dangers of EMFs. And again, here is a physician who knows nothing about nutrition recommending fractionated nutrition. Notice she doesn't say vitamin C, D, and E, and the mineral cofactors necessary to make those vitamins work because they don't know that. Every single vitamin must have corresponding minerals mineral cofactors or the vitamins don't work or they work very poorly that's why you see all these doctors when covid was going oh we got mega doses you know 30 40 50 grams of, of vitamin c a day well because when you don't give the body the mineral cofactors to make vitamin c work the only way vitamin c will work is if you use mega doses you have to kick the door down when you give the body the right stuff, the 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, and two essential fatty acids, also known as the Miney 90 or the 90 essential nutrients, the vitamin C works better even when you're only dealing with, a, you know, 1,000 milligrams or so because the mineral cofactors to make that stuff work properly are present. There's no need for megadoses, and any doctor that recommends megadoses doesn't know what the heck he's talking about. I'm sorry. 
One gram will work better than 50 grams when you include the proper minerals along with it. And so far, only Longevity does that. You get them all in one package. Anyway, she suggests taking antioxidants and melatonin to protect potential dangers of EMFs. Antioxidants all can protect cells and tissues from EMF-induced oxidative stress. Anyway, this thing goes on and on. And uh, I think I've shown enough that it's not a very valid study because they're, they're looking at one thing that they're trying to say, okay, this is the problem. Oh, we don't like EMFs. And there's, it's, it's correct. EMFs are a problem. But they're totally missing the fact that there are other factors involved here, and nutrition plays a huge role in reproduction. How do you think a baby gets formed when mama doesn't have what you know the heart, the raw materials? You can't build a house if you don't have two by fours and drywall and you know electrical wiring and all the other stuff. You know, if you have a little teeny pile of uh, a few things and you're trying to build a five thousand square foot, you know, mini mansion, it ain't going to work. And the same thing is true here. EMFs may play a role, but one of the most important things is the nutrition. You got to have that. And going back to the COVID thing, I want to shed some light here, and I'm going to change the uh, screen sharing to a different, uh, let's see here. Yep, that's the one. This is COVID-19. <clears throat> virology fraud exposed in 19 minutes. I gotta make sure that that's actually chosen. Okay, here we go. This is this is a very interesting thing to make you think, and this is something that every MD in the country should look at. Even though they would ignore it, they should still look at it because then they will really know that they're part of the problem and not part of the solution. Here we go. All rights reserved. We reserve all rights. COVID-19 virology fraud explained in 19 minutes. This is a strawberry. As an organism, it is made up of millions of tiny cells, proteins, tissues, and genetic materials that make up the organism as a whole, called a strawberry. Metaphorically, it can also represent a single human cell. When slid open, we can see all of the proteins, microbes, and parts within the cell that make up the entire cell as a whole. This particular strawberry is already dying because it has been picked from the nourishing vine that supplies it its life-giving oxygen, water, and minerals from the soil below. The only reason it is still alive is because it is surviving on the last oxygen, water, and minerals that its vine gave it before it was picked. Its days are numbered. The average adult human loses between 50 and 70 billion cells each day due to apoptosis, meaning the natural programmed death of old cells, plus millions of dying bacteria and microbes, and in the case of physical injury, or a poisonous, acidic blood pH from stress, worry, poor diet, lack of oxygen, and environmental toxins, billions more cells can die from necrosis, or unnatural traumatic cell death. 
our body's bacteria and microzyma eat all of this dead cell debris and the body expels whatever they don't eat through the various excretory organs. Germs and bacteria are dead cell debris eaters. Viruses are nothing more than dead cell debris. Virologists observed in the late 1960s that when certain cells die either naturally or by being poisoned in a petri dish, the surface proteins morph into spike proteins, which they call virions, and the bulbous surface reminded them of the sun's solar corona, or halo. So they named this a coronavirus, from the Latin corona, meaning crown or wreath. This is a cell. This is dead cell debris, or a virus. Cell, virus. This virus did not kill this cell. It was already dying of necrosis from the moment it was picked from the nourishing vine, and my fist gave it the finishing blow. This virus is neither harmful nor contagious. It is simply dead cell debris. Now, the internal bacteria inside of the cell start to grow and eat the dead cell debris. They do not come from the atmosphere. They come from inside of the dying cell. Germs, dead cell debris eaters. Just like the virus, these bacteria did not kill these strawberries and are not killing them right now. They were dying from the moment they were picked from the vine in both of these cases and my fist finished the job in the case of the jelly virus on the right. Just like this bird did not kill this roadkill, the car that ran it over killed it. The bird is the metaphorical germ eating the dead cell debris. Unfortunately, the early pioneers of virology like Virchow, Pasteur, Crook, and later Enders noticed that they always found these bacteria and germs in the tissue samples of people who had died or suffered from a disease and they just assumed they must have been the cause of the disease since they were always there. They didn't yet notice the bacteria were coming from inside the dying cells themselves. No different than noticing the rooster crows just before the sun rises and assuming that rooster crowing must cause the sun to rise. The bogus germ theory of disease was born, and soon a multi-billion dollar a year pharmaceutical industry arose, selling people endless snake oil, cold and flu medications, antibiotics, vaccinations, and surgical procedures to remove excretory organs, in the name of protecting us from these harmless germs. Some virologists are brainwashed in their allopathic medical schools and just not clever people. Others know the truth and are just plain frauds living off the cash cow. But here's what they are doing in a nutshell. They take a sample of sputum or snot, which is nothing more than the dead rotting flesh or cellular debris from the billions of human and bacteria cells that die every day inside our bodies and are being excreted by the lungs as well as the other excretory organs, which is why we find the different viruses in the different excretory organs, like this smashed strawberry virus.
Then they mix those cells in a petri dish tissue culture with the sick dying flesh and cells of monkey kidney tissue. Like this dying pineapple. And then add some other sick tissue like cancerous alveolar A549 cells from human lungs with cancer. Then they add dying cells from sick calf and bovine. Just like this dying lettuce. And so, you're left with this genetic soup blend of all sorts of dying cellular debris and genetic material from various sources. Virologists starve that soup of random genetic human, bacterial, cow, monkey kidney, and lung cancer cells and tissue of all nutrients to kill and deteriorate them even faster, just like picking the strawberry off of its nourishing vine. And they poison it with known tissue-killing and deteriorating substances like gentamicin and amphotericin. As the nutrient starvation and poisons deteriorate the cells, the internal bacteria arise to eat the debris and the cell proteins dissolve into spike proteins with the corona crown looking bubbles and virologists say, oh my god, there it is, the virus, we can see it now. Virologists never see these spike proteins before they starve and poison the cells. So sometimes they even add a protein-dissolving enzyme, like trypsin, which doesn't dissolve the cell's protein coating evenly, and thus leaves the appearance of spike proteins, just like this artist can't chisel this piece of wood evenly all at one time. So there they are, plain as day under the microscope, spike proteins. This piece of wood must be a coronavirus. Virologists claim that the full genome sequence for one of these alleged viruses should be 30,000 nucleotide base pairs long. But how would they know? They have never once taken a snot sample, isolated a full genomic virus organism from it, nor have they ever done that by taking their usual genetic soup mix of human snot, monkey, cow, and lung cancer tissue, that they've poisoned with enzymes and chemicals and isolated an actual virus organism out of that with a full 30,000 base pair sequence because they can't because there is no virus organism to isolate a virus is just broken down partial fragments of cellular genetic material virus dead cell debris as virologist Stefan Lanka points out when cells die, they are broken down into sub-microscopic particles 
some of which virologists arbitrarily, meaning for no scientific reason, label viruses. Dying cell, submicroscopic dead cell debris. Cell, submicroscopic dead cell debris. Since there is no 30,000 base pair long virus organism in broken down cellular subatomic particle debris, they have to design a fraudulent PCR test that is not looking for any such thing in your snot sample, but rather smaller broken down genetic fragment primer sequences of 18 to 300 base pairs long out of 30,000 that are found in nearly anything and everything like 90 known human genetic sequences and 92 known animal and bacterial genetic sequences which is why we see COVID-19 positive tests on kiwis, goats, birds, coca-cola, papaya, durians, apple juice, motor oil, Spanish river water, blueberries and now tap water right out of the bathroom sink. Geneticists and bacteriologists both use the Sanger and Maxam Gilbert methods to isolate other smaller than cell sized microparticles and organisms like bacteriophages, bacteria, and even tiny little exosomes to map out their entire full genetic sequences. But since viruses are fictional make-believe organisms, virologists have to invent a make-believe full genome in a computer, which they call an in silico genome, like this paper, in silico-based whole genome phylogenetic analysis of SARS-CoV-2. In silico means in a computer simulation, virtual reality, fabricated, make-believe, fictional, completely made up, or simply imaginary. You'd be understandably frightened if fireologists told you an in silico fire was raging down your street and heading towards your house, until you go outside and see there is no fire, because it is an imaginary, computer simulated in silico fire. Just like COVID-19 is an in silico virus. Virologists took the genetic snot soup sample from a sick person in a Wuhan, China hospital with atypical pneumonia. They built an in silico COVID-19 virus genome in their computer using the BLAST tool, mixing the previously in silico made imaginary sequences of SARS, Wuhan Hu1 and bat coronavirus RATG13 and then they told the computer to rearrange that sick person's genetic snot soup sample until it matched the new SARS-CoV-2 sequence their computer made up. If you wanted to, you could tell the BLAST tool to put in the genetic sequence of a banana and the computer would rearrange anybody's genetic snot soup fragments until they matched a full banana genome. Since no two people on earth have the same exact genetic fragments floating around in their snot, every time you tell the computer to rearrange someone's snot into the made-up in silico COVID-19 genome template, the computer will have to do it slightly differently 
than the original Wuhan person, making errors and having to fill in the blanks along the way. And they call this virus mutations, showing us brainwashed imbeciles wearing hazmat suits to protect them from an in silico computer glitch, variations or mutated strains, and scare you into taking endless injections each year to protect you from the newest deadly make-believe in silico mutation. Selling people fire insurance for make-believe fires. Ask yourself this. Would you inject yourself with your grandma's old rotting kidney tissue to make you immune from catching her old age? Would you inject yourself with a teenager's pus-filled acne to make you immune from catching his acne? Then why would you inject yourself with chemically poisoned rotting flesh from sick dying monkey kidneys and sick cows as well as somebody's lung cancer cells to make you immune from poisoning your own cells to death through your own lifestyle choices, diet, stressful mindset, and environmental toxins. Because that injection is exactly what a vaccine is. But you have a live virus vaccine, you say. Sure, viruses are dead cell debris, not living cell debris. So not only did they inject you with starved and poisoned to death, rotting human cancer cells, dead rotting cow cells, and dead rotting chimpanzee kidney cells, like this AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine insert shows, but they also mixed that dead rotting flesh with the dying but still slightly alive tissue of a genetically modified human fetus's embryonic kidney tissue. And now, you have a live virus in you as well. Why not just cut out the middleman and start eating dead babies for health? Now, some people might be appalled by that statement, yet remarkably are not appalled by walking out of a clinic with a sticker on their shirt that proudly says, I just injected aborted fetal kidney tissue into my bloodstream for no beneficial reason. What's the difference? As Dr. Tom Collins says, instead of discussing how dangerous and ineffective vaccines are, we need to discuss how bacteria and viruses have never been proven to cause any disease. And as virologist Stefan Lanka says, anyone who closely analyzes what virologists actually do in the laboratory to prove that these particles they call viruses cause disease will easily see the absurdity of their conclusions. And here's what the general public is not being told. The New York State Health Department did an elaborate polio study and did not nor could not make even just one person or animal sick by either close contact with polio sufferers or injection of their mucus. The United States Public Health Service did the same extensive experiments and also could not successfully make even one person sick. Other experiments done at the time swabbed the mouths and throats of prisoners and orphans with the mucus of people sick with polio and could not make a single person sick. All three extensive studies concluded polio was not contagious. 
during the 1918 Spanish flu, Dr. Milton Rosenau and the U.S. Public Health Service tried close contact, breathing, intimate contact, casual contact, injection of mucus into the bloodstream, and even rubbing swabs from sick people directly into the eyes of hundreds of healthy people. In not one instance could they even make just one person sick. The Spanish flu was also not contagious. They even tried it with horses and could not make one single horse sick. You can learn about the real causes of that pandemic in the last 20 minutes of the film Biochemistry Debunks Corona. Dr. Fraser of Canada and Dr. Powell of California have experimented with billions of germs, bacteria and all varieties but they have been unable to produce a single disease by the introduction of germs into human subjects. Not one. Dr. Waite tried for years to prove the germ theory, but could not do so. Germs are neither harmful nor contagious. From 1933 to the present day, virologists have been unable to present any experimental study proving that influenza spreads through normal contact between people, even injection. All attempts to do so have met with failure. That is why they have to call it germ theory and cannot call it germ fact. You are now immune forever from COVID-19 and all other contagious viruses because you cannot catch something that does not exist. I hope you found that interesting and I'm doing a, I just did a search to try and find that uh, recording uh, biochemistry demunks corona but it's uh, almost an hour long so I'm not going to play it here but uh, it is available <laughs> funny the first the uh, first link came up to a YouTube video and of course when I went there this video is not available <laughs> but then I found a link on Odyssey and it is available there so it's another fantastic video from our friends uh steve and ross over at space busters uh original video link and all that good stuff but anyway um i encourage you to check that out somebody have a question or a comment hey sarge i have one hey mark how's it going buddy good um hey uh you know uh a while back, in fact, it's been a couple of years now, we talked about um, exosomes. Yep. And we talked about uh, how the exosome is what they're using or calling a virus. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. And um, I wanted to go back to something that I, uh, I had uh, found, and I mentioned it uh, to you. Um, and this is a that that company called Creative Biolabs. Okay. And uh, I wanted to to uh, to get in just a little bit into uh, into how they manipulate manipulate these exosomes. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, so just uh, here's their exosome what they call exosome technology. Exosomes are nano-sized membrane-enclosed vesicles that released by nearly every cell type in the body. 
I think they should have said that are released, but that's how they wrote it. Exosomes contain various molecular constituents, genet or, uh, in quotes, genetic material and proteins, of their cell origin and act as powerful messengers between cells, ultimately providing a regulatory function for many cell processes. Creative Biolabs provides comprehensive end-to-end -end exosome services to support exosome applications in diagnostics and novel therapeutics development. <laughs> so, so now when you think about this, right, I mean, somehow, some way, I, I don't know the technology, but it seems to me that since, since these exosomes communicate between cells, they basically kind of say, okay, you know, something's up. Right, mm -hmm. and you know, one cell says, "Okay, I found you know X toxin," and the rest of the cells are alerted to it. Right? Well, okay. Well, aren't they doing the same thing with this with this uh, uh, current mRNA technology? Isn't that basically what it is? Could be. You know, I I'm not a biochemist by any stretch of the imagination and all the stuff that's going on there but all i know is i don't need any of that garbage you know my oh, yeah. my, my bottom line is god made something that works and i ain't gonna well but if they it. hijacked it though you know yep. what i mean it's like it's like okay you put all this good stuff in your body and this you know your exosomes are you know communicating back and forth hey you know we're, we're doing great you know everything's great and then all of a sudden you know, you somehow program this communication between cells to do something totally different. Yeah. You know? And I think that that, I mean, to me, that's precisely what they're doing. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, the bottom line, and what they spell out really well in the video, is if it was supposedly a virus for whatever term you want to use this little wee beastie if it was causing this stuff and again that's where cox postulates comes into play and it clearly states that you know it needs to be in every case where someone has this disease you must find the entity whatever it is bacteria virus whatever that caused it and that's never been the case they should be mm -hmm. able to take a sample and find it right there and they've never been able to do that. They have to go through yeah, all this other toxic garbage first, and then they assume that what they find is what caused the disease. And that's a bunch yeah, of crap. So, so they inject you with this stuff, and they kind of fake it till they make it. So they mm -hmm. basically go, okay, yep. well, you know, now you know, we can claim it's a virus, right? Yep. Uh, based on, you know, our... Uh, our, um, well, the way that they discovered viruses, mm -hmm. right? And so, so they want to keep that, you know, that house of cards uh, from falling down, mm -hmm. right? So what better way to do it than to, you know, try to make these things a reality, yep. right? Mm -hmm. that, that's exactly what they're doing, you know? They're, they're basically saying, okay, well, you know, let's just... Uh, Let's just go ahead and, uh, it, it, even though we know they're not real, let's go ahead and inject people with all this stuff until they actually believe what we're what we're saying. Yeah. 
It's nuts. That that's how I see it, and that's a that's a really. I mean, that's you know that's that's dangerous, man. I mean that you know. Yep, and the problem is, is generally dumb public believe it. They just swallow it hook, line, and sinker. Oh, they're much smarter than me, so I just have to go with what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, and you look at the at the services that this Creative Bio Labs offers. You know, exosome isolation, exosome purification, exosome characterization, mm-hmm. quantification, yeah. profiling services, uh, proteomic detection services, engineering services, manufacturing services, yeah, antibody we'll development. A new one for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are they are they uh, in Wuhan, China? Is that where they're at? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Um, They've got a branch I'm there. <laughs> I'm not seeing that, but but it's just you know. I mean, you think about you know these people have been researching this stuff and manipulating this stuff for who knows how long. Yeah. And the thing is, is all boils down to money. We're doing it because. This is where we can make a boatload of cash. You know, mm-hmm. that's what it all boils down to. You know, give vaccines because yeah, there's and, money in it. You yeah, know? And, and, you know, we, we can get published in, you know, in, in Atlantis or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. We can get published in all these uh, all these medical journals and, you know, and our, and our buddies will back us up, you know. Yep. It's, it's just, I mean, the whole thing is just, it's it's it, yeah you could call it a rabbit hole or whatever it's a it's huge just, snake oil scam it's huge yeah it's and huge people scam. see how much money's involved in it that's how you know back when jenner started his crap originally the drug company saw what was going on and said hey we can make some money with this and that's how the the germ theory was skyrocketed into so-called medical science and terrain theory because you can't really make money from it very well other than trying to counsel people how to clean up their act Uh, that's why the germ theory has made it so far and virtually and the sad thing is virtually every uh, medical discipline believes it you know Mm -hmm. naturopathic physicians that ought to be looking at things the proper way still believe the germ theory you know it has you know just become pervasive and worked its way into virtually every single area and that's one of the biggest problems is to get people to realize that hey firemen are putting out the fire they're not there causing the fire which is what you know that's what the md mentality or the germ theory mentality would say yeah we have these fires all the time and every time we have a fire these firemen show up they must be the ones causing it, by golly. Well, every once in a while, that's the case. <laughs> you get a psycho fireman. But for the most part, most firemen are there putting out the fire. Yeah, And that's one of the things, the best way that I found to you know, kind of break this subject to people and say, think about it. You know, And they just automatically assume that because we find these, you know, the thing is, you know, it's like strep throat. If you do, if someone's got a sore throat and they go to the doctor, the doctor does a swab and they find strep and they say, okay, well, you've got strep throat. Well, guess what? If someone who doesn't have a sore throat walks into the doctor's office and says, hey, do a throat swab on me, they're going to find that same strep bacteria. <laughs> you know, it's there mm-hmm. all the time. It's not causing it. It's, you know, 
And that's what's crazy. You know, these people. Just, yeah, they, and they've convinced, I don't know how much of the population, you know, that. Uh, 99.9%. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that their way of thinking is correct. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not. And therein we have uh, the Bible verse, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Once you yeah. realize what's going on, you don't have to be afraid. You're not a slave to the fear that's being put out by all these schmucks. And you can live your life happy and healthy and not have to worry about all the stuff that's going on. Be you know, people think, you know, the vast majority of Corona cases, I think, were psychosomatic. You know, I was in, I was next to somebody that had it. Therefore, I'm going to get it. And they do. Their mind <laughs> is a powerful thing. You know, I have a friend that was uh, exactly that. He has a bunch of grandkids. Grandkids came over and they all had snotty noses and stuff. And they were climbing all over him, giving kisses and stuff. And he said, you know, oh, no, I'm going to get sick. And he did. <laughs> Not because the germs made him sick, but because his mind made him sick. You know, probably, probably his uh, detox going on, too. But um, I honestly believe a lot of the people, and, you know, it's already been proven, psychosomatic stuff can kill you. You know, it's very simple. Um, you know, cases of people that have been locked in uh, uh, railroad cars that were reefer cars. And even though the temperature and the thing never dropped below 50 degrees, they thought, that we're in a refrigeration car, we're going to freeze to death. And when they finally found them, they had, <laughs> you know, they just died. And uh, you got the guy that's in the military who gets shot in the arm, a per, you know, through and through wound, perfectly uh, uh, survivable. But he's had it in his head. If, he, if I get shot, I'm going to die. And he goes into shock and dies. The mind is terribly powerful. And it can do things that most people don't have a clue and I think a lot of the stuff that we saw during this pandemic was, was psychosomatic. And just because they, their mind told them that this, because they had been beaten to death with it 24 seven by the news media, if, if you get it, you're going to die, you know, and if you're near somebody, one, it's highly contagious. So they're going to spread it to you. Sure enough. <laughs> you yeah. They programmed you to believe that uh, health yeah. comes in an injection. And then it's, Oh yeah, I got to take the shot. It'll protect you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How's that working out for people? Oh, my yeah. goodness. Well, you know, like, uh, you know, all these conferences, too. You know, you think about, you know, how, how they've tried to sell this stuff worldwide for, you know, I don't know how long, you know. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at their, their website here and meet us at the upcoming event. Fifth X's Own Base Therapeutic Development Summit, <laughs> September 5th through the 7th. 2023, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a 20th European Drug Discovery Innovation and Outsourcing Program, September 12th to 13th, 2020. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it goes on and on. Yeah, it's, it's just one one after another. You know, all the way through January of 2023. You mm -hmm. know, but but these people, you know, it's it's like you know, here's this this club this that they formed. And and they all believe their own, you know, BS. Yeah. You know, and and they're sitting here, and then they go, okay, now you know we have, you know, uh, we've confirmed our belief. Now we're going to spread it worldwide. <laughs> you know. Yep. It's it's sickening, you know, because it's it's like who is refuting this? Right. You know, and and you just played the Space Busters video. 
I wish the whole world could see that because oh, yeah. it, it would that would be one way to refute some of this. You know, yeah, uh, I've been sharing it with everybody that'll listen, and you know, the thing is, is people are you know they are so programmed. You know the the stuff where I had uh, was talking to a guy the other day who's got heart problems. He's way overweight, had a crappy diet for all his you know his entire life, and you know his family was the same way. And his dad, his brother, his sister—they're all you know. You could tell they're from the same family. They're all way overweight. They're all crappy diets and everything else, and this idiot doctor that's talking to him well yeah your your family all had it and you got it and it's just going to get worse it's just a genetic thing it's not genetic it's crappy Uh habits yeah you know people can't figure out that you know there's no such thing as a genetic illness your family it runs in the family because families do stupid things and they all learn the same habits and they all do the same thing so they get the same diseases the only genetics involved is the dummies <laughs> you know, yeah. If you if if you take one of those kids when they're young, separate separate them out from their family and teach them how healthy lifestyle, they will not become obese. They will not have the same problems, and they will break the genetic rule. But they can't see that it's genetic. Yeah, you know, Sarge, uh, you were talking about mammograms earlier. It's kind of funny because the timing's just spot on. My wife had one. Uh, uh, yesterday last mm. night and yeah she went back and had one and uh and of course that they, they found nothing so you know she's fine but well but yeah, the thing like, is you know, that's not the case i know i know <laughs> they it's find us the yeah, that's the thing a lot of people oh yeah you're okay and then next thing you know they're dying of, of breast cancer well i told her to have you know maybe, maybe even try the the thermographic one yeah know? high, high resolution else, ultrasound so they don't smash your, you know, yeah. your, your boob. You know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, but, yeah, you know. More uh, women need to stand up and say, hey, Doc, you put the family jewels in there and crunch them down, and then I'll think about it. <laughs> but they also do, you know, combined with that, they do ultrasounds. But in this case, they said, no, you don't need one. You don't, you know, you're fine. Hmm. You know? I'd say do one anyway. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just, you know, it's like, well, you know, why why do we have to do the smashing? Why can't we do something different? Yeah, because the smashing yeah. is the one that, number one, makes them more money, and number two, guarantees that down the road, if they're not positive now, they will be later. It's a yeah, self-fulfilling prophecy. They call You get enough mammograms, you will get breast cancer, period. Exactly, yeah. It, and, you know, and, and I've, I've said that, you know, I don't know how many times, you know. And, and the, the interesting thing is, though, is that, you know, it seems to me that I've planted the seed a little bit here because she is starting to kind of, you know, uh, look at things differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it, I guess, you know, little by little, you can, you can pry them away from uh, their beliefs. Yeah. It's, it's tough. There's, that's all there is to it. It you is know, tough. The, the programming is so good. You know, they've been... They've developed this process over the years to make sure that it works, and it does. And it, you know, most people never break away from that belief system. It's, well, and it's then, just too. You know, look around. Look at all the uh, the, the empires they've tried to build off of it too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, the hospitals are just, you know, they just keep building them. Yeah. Yep. You know, and 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 the racket just, you know, just gets, you know, bigger and bigger. You know. 
Yep, it's absolute insanity. Yeah, it is insanity, you know, because it, it's, you know, you look around you and, and you go, oh my gosh, you know, they, they built this, this, uh, this racket, this, you know, this fraud, and it's everywhere, and, and everybody and their brother believes it, mm-hmm. you know? It's crazy. It's like, oh, I got to go to the hospital, what do I need to go to the hospital for? Well, you know, <laughs> they're the ones who are going to, who are going to cure me, you know, right. they're the ones who are going to kill you. More people die in hospitals yeah. than anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, great place to go if you want to die. Yeah, it, it, especially when, now. when you really when you look when you you start to really see it, you know it, it, the insurance and the you know uh, the way that works, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 uh, healthcare, the whole system. You you know you start look you start seeing it. And you go, my God, you know this whole thing. It's just a house of cards. Yeah. By the way, your clock's about a minute and thirty-five seconds fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I have a hard time adjusting that thing. I I try to. It's got one of those, you know, uh, adjustable. Um, uh, what do they call it? That uh, pendulums. Mm-hmm. It's got. It's adjustable, so you can adjust it up. To go right. Yeah. You have the little knob this. that you screw, and yeah. it drops the weight down or brings it up. Yeah. That kind of it's thing would be very to difficult right to regulate. <laughs> yeah, it is. So I just kind of go with it. You know, but. Yeah. That's okay. It's cool. I like cuckoo clocks. I wish I had yeah, my grandmother's. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> fun. That thing disappeared yeah. before I got a chance to look for it. Uh, <laughs> sisters. Well, I, you probably got other things you want to cover, Sarge. I, I, just, I, just okay. wanted to, I just wanted to throw that exosome thing in there because I, I, I don't know. I you know, I, I, I don't, I'm not, you know, a brilliant guy, so I, I can't put it all together, but I, you know. You've done a better job than most, that, I'll say that, my friend. <laughs> something tells me that, you know, that this, this exosome thing, that's where, that's the manipulation that's going on. That's, that's how they're, you know, this, this lipid nanoparticle stuff and all of it. Mm-hmm. it, it there's some, you know, the messaging, be, messaging between the cells with the exosomes, there's something with that. And, uh, you know, causing the entire body to suddenly be, like, programmed to do, you know, whatever whatever it is they're trying to get it to do. Yep. You know, is, is, how, I'm, is how I'm viewing this. And, uh, you know, because even Tom Cowan had mentioned that exosomes have been isolated. You know, they, they, yeah, yeah, we've isolated exosomes. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, okay, well, if that's the case, you know, then, of course, you know, these other people who are hijacking it, like like these virologists, well, you know, oh, we've isolated viruses. No, you saw exosomes. You didn't see a virus. Yeah. You know, and yet they'll use that to their advantage, mm-hmm. right? Make everybody believe, oh, yeah, viruses exist. Viruses are real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? No, it's, no. You know, they don't. You know, the body's doing what the body's supposed to do. These all these guys did was hijack hijack it and, and use it for their own uh, purposes. Yeah, it's you know, it, you know, it's, it's a shame. Sad. You know, it, it's when, when you when you can start to see the picture, it's it just oh, it, it just blows your mind. You know. Yep, that's the thing. You know, they when you see the gyrations they have to go through before they even can find anything that looks like a so-called spike protein. You know, if if it was really the problem, it would be there automatically every time just by pulling a little snot or sputum or blood or whatever. And it's never been found that way, ever. 
That should but tell these you guys claim it has, and then they, and they they turn around and, and hijack the whole thing, right? And they're still and pushing then, these then, stupid PCR tests. And, you know, people don't yeah. understand how that works. You know, you, you can find anything and anything. You, you remember know. that little nine minute video that we played, you know, years ago or mm-hmm. a couple of years ago? That thing was I still spot on. Yeah. You know about about the PCR tests and all that and, yep. and how they work. Mm-hmm. And comparing uh, comparing viruses, or what they call a virus, to uh, exosomes, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just, you know, to me that was spot on. And know? I think that was the one that talked about bicycle parts, if I remember right, where you might find a sprocket or a pedal or a handlebar, but that doesn't mean you have a full bicycle. And without exactly. full bicycle, you can't, or the full whatever, you know, you can't create things. You know, all it's going to do is find little teeny parts that mean absolutely nothing. Yeah. You know, you know and, and, and the Space Busters guys, they have done, you know, Steve Falconer and his oh, yeah. partner, Ross. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, you know, that right there. You know, you just watch those videos and, and you know. Yeah, you the end much... of the germ theory is classic. I mean, that thing, everybody should be seeing that. If I was still teaching, every one of my students would watch that video, you know, oh, in yeah. class. It'd be, oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, yeah, and every one of them could understand it. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm going to catch you young before you get too much programming in your head. Yeah. You know, the trouble is then they go right. home and they tell their parents, and their parents freak out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Which, you uh, know, that that's uh that normalcy bias is is a big big deal what are you uh, it, teaching my kid <laughs> yeah it, it's hard to get people to you know to uh to open their minds to it yeah i used to do that in eighth grade our science book uh, covered the moon landings so i said okay as scientists we're going to look at all options and all sides of things and i said we're going to i sent a notice home to all the parents i said we're going to be watching a uh, couple of videos that cast serious doubt on as to whether we actually went to the moon or not and if you have any questions or would like to see the videos i'll lend you a copy you just have to guarantee that you watch it quickly and get it back because i got other people who want to see it and i would give them a copy of a funny thing happened to the on the way to the moon and was it only a paper moon and, you know, these same parents that came into my classroom going, what are you teaching my kids? They go home, watch those videos, they come back, whoa, how come I was never taught this before? Because <laughs> it's not part of the program. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, you the know. more you get into it, the more you're going to find that virtually everything you learned in school was a lie. You know, uh, oh, short yeah, of mathematics, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but most of science, a lot of science, is just flat-out lies, uh, especially yeah. biology, and uh, it's crazy. And, and yet, uh, you know, and yet we're, you know, we're they're making money off of this you mm-hmm. know, everywhere. You know, they're they're teaching it in universities. They're, you know, they're they're spreading it worldwide. You yeah. know, trying to you know convince Thing that gets everyone. Me, you that know, this right. was a Christian school, and a big Christian university was putting out the books that we were using, and they were using the same lies that the that the public schools used. You know, they don't do any digging in. They just uh, took it for granted that this happened and uh, put the stuff in there, didn't have anything questioning it or anything. You know, some people don't believe this, and there's reasons for it, and so on and so forth. And um, So, yeah, you cannot believe, even in the in the so-called Christian realm, they believe most of the lies that the rest of the world believes. 
without even questioning anything. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's enlightening to know, but it's also scary. You know? <laughs> yep. Be, just just because you know, there's just so many uh, out here who have. You know, either been trained to think that way, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 are like, okay, well, we believe every, you know, hook, line, and slinker. We swallow it all. We we spread it out, you know, oh, yeah. uh, out to the world, you know, uh, and and uh, and anybody who who uh, tries to tell us that we're wrong, well, you know, we we shoot them down. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's it's a real real shame, um, and again goes back to the bible hosea 4 6 my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge and yeah. uh contagious people can't read it and realize they got to do a little research they can't just believe the garbage they're told uh, well yeah that that's like it's like anything though isn't it sarge i mean you know anything that somebody tries to teach you you know well first of all they had to get it from some source mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it, and, and if that and if that source is you know is is fraudulent right Yep. Then the whole thing is just, you know, is just a big fraud, you know. And how much of that do we have going on? Really? You know, I mean, when you start, you know, you start thinking about it, you go, my gosh, man. You know, this this fraud is just, it's everywhere. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's sad. It's frightening. It's enlightening and frightening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, before we run out of time, I do have a couple of short videos that I want to play. They're, they're from a group called um, FiveTimesAugust.com, F-I-V-E-T-I-M-E-S-A-U-G-U-S-T.com. And they are really pretty cool. A friend of mine sent me these things, and they're just music videos, but they are really slick and um, do a great job of showing things. And um, the first one is called Jesus, What Happened to Us, I think it is. And let me see if I should. Whoa, yeah, that should show on the screen when I play it. Here we go. One, two, three, four. Tell you where to go 
Lights, camera, action, edit We're so pathetic You believe it cause you watched it You believe it cause they said it Now everybody stay home and rust Oh Jesus, what happened to us? God help us all. Same group. And uh, they've apparently got a bunch of stuff on uh, on Facebook or YouTube that uh, I subscribe to them. I haven't had a chance to check them out more, but uh, these two are really good. Lockdown, all towns, everybody slow down. Give them everything you have. Mask up, backs up, get your body trashed up Better do what they ask It's alright, okay, sorry but you can't pray Gotta keep the church doors closed No superstitions, a saint politician Will tell you what you need to know Citizen fools and brand new rules Make everyone a hero now So keep your distance, no resistance Only do what you're allowed Cash that check, go dance in the wreck, but just don't speak your mind. Get your facts from the paid contracts, cause never would they tell a lie, they don't know me. They don't own me. Oh God, help us all. Look what we've become. And fix what we have done See no evil, bow to the needle Didn't we turn out great? Sick is the new health, poor is the new wealth Truth is whatever they say Expert lectures, media protectors Tell me who to love and hate Jail in the network, hail to the Zuckberg Head down, just behave Liberty, freedom, angels, demons, someone's in control Well, no way, no how, I wouldn't say it too loud Don't you know they're on patrol? Need more likes, post up, let's fight There's no way that you're wrong Gotta listen to the science, cause it's all about compliance You agree or you're gone, but they don't know me 
they don't own me Oh God help our soul Look what we've become Oh God help our soul And fix what we have done Still my info hacked and don't know Show me what I need to buy Sex consumption, no corruption Just as advertised You've been labeled and I've enabled Better apologize Propaganda, racist slander Time to organize Shot thing, who's next? Brain dead, useless Show it on the TV screen Tell me who to vote for Gotta start a new war Wouldn't wanna live in peace Divide and conquer, weak not stronger, everybody know your place Do it now, won't hurt, dig into your own dirt, virtue found its grave, they don't know me And they don't own me Oh God help us all, look what we What we have done Inside balance, in for silence Mainstream message, won't you guide us You know what is best for our own good Anti this and anti that Cancel this and cancel that Take it to the streets and the neighborhoods Worship actors, food and drugs Brand yourself, give them your blood Don't believe your eyes, don't look around Fake news, rumors, okay boomer Ignorance will stain our future Will you make it through or burn it down? Oh God, oh God, help us all Oh God, help us all Five times and they're on YouTube, among other places. But uh, saw those, I said, "Man, I got to play them." It's <laughs> just good stuff. But uh, there is, or are. Let me see here. I want to check a couple of my other news feeds here. Some other things going on. But the big thing is, uh, you know, there's there's some conjecture now as to whether or not uh, the lockdowns are coming again and all that kind of stuff. You know, Alex Jones put out a thing here. Well, it's been almost two weeks ago now, I think, um, about uh, some federal whistleblowers from uh, 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 TSA and Border Patrol saying that they had heard from, you know, their seniors uh, at, diff you know, about the same time, but two different sources that uh, 
face diapers were coming back and it was going to be first the federal employees and then uh, you know people at the airports the patrons people flying all that kind of stuff by the middle of october and it goes right along with these new jabs that are coming out mid-september and the so-called new variant from canada or wherever i still say the bs 24 7 variant is very variant is the worst and too many people still buy into it and believe in it uh, we need to uh, educate folks about the truth about this stuff and make them free and more importantly we got to get them to stand up and say no to this garbage if it is coming you know i don't know but time will tell and it'll be a very short time and we'll know who was right and who wasn't uh because there are some folks you know brian silhavy of uh, uh health impact news you know, the editor and I, he's a great guy i mean does a lot of good research and stuff and he thinks it's a psyop he's not sure that it's really going to happen I said, maybe not but we'll know in a couple of weeks you know whether alex was right or whether brian's right either way there's no doubt in my mind that it is coming and they're going to be rolling out these new jabs and they're going to say everybody needs to take them whether you've been jabbed with the old one or not and of course you know biden says and this one works <laughs> now you're admitting that the other one you've been saying all along it's the other one was safe and effective now you're saying that this one works okay you know and i'm supposed to trust a uh, you know pathological liar just because he allegedly is in the white house i don't think so but uh you know the thing is we've got to stand up this against this garbage or it's never going to end you know, I posted a, a meme on Facebook a week or two ago that basically is these two women drinking tea, and one of them had a face diaper on, and she says, I I wear the face diaper because I want it, I comply because I want it to end. And the other one says, the very fact that you're complying means it will never end. And that's exactly right. You cannot comply your way out of tyranny. You know, tyranny will always take more and more and more and more as long as you go along with it. The only way you stop tyranny is to stand against it. And uh, that reminds me of a, um, where did it go? Hmm. I had the thing right here. I have to open it up again, I guess. Uh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> oh, wrong, wrong program. That's why. There it is. And this is something Winston Churchill said way back uh, quite some time ago. And I'll go ahead and put it on the screen just for, I think, a bear's looking at. Um, if you will not fight for right, when it, you can easily win without bloodshed. If you will not fight when your victory is sure and not too costly, you may come to the moment when you will have to fight with all the odds against you and only a precarious chance of survival. There may even be a worse case. You may have to fight when there is no hope of victory because it is better to perish than to live as slaves. And uh, that is very telling. And I think we are probably in the, the last two phases of that. You know. <laughs> hey, hey Sarge? Yeah. That applies to everybody, though. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of your profession. Mm-hmm. It applies to everyone right? exactly and and that's that's the thing you know that that means that you know everybody needs to stand up everyone exactly and that's that's the problem you know i am hopeful that there will be more people saying no if they try and roll out more lockdowns and mandates and whatnot the question is will it be enough 
because right now you know i can i think back um the first time around and i went to the grocery store many times i was the only one walking through the store without a face diaper on employees and customers very seldom i see somebody else baking their you know naked faced and i'm already seeing people walking through parking lots driving cars and in stores wearing face diapers again so i don't know whether it's going to be enough and unless we have a majority of people saying not no but heck no i ain't doing this again um it's you know we're just going to continue to see this stuff until it you know we get to the point where you're you're fighting with no chance of survival because it's better to live you know perish perish than to live as slaves like he said um and i hate to think that we're in that position but the human nature tells me and what i'm seeing so far we don't have many americans in this country anymore we have a bunch of brain dead sheeple that are too scared of their own shadows to stand up and say no to anything they're waiting for someone else to do it for them and they'll never do it on their own and um well especially you know sarge if you have a you know, if you have a, a, a super, you know, uh, important position, uh, you know, high profile CEO of the airline or something like that, you know, why can't you stand up? Because it make you make more money by not. That's the bottom yeah, line. But, yeah, but but that's I mean that that's that's immoral. That's yeah. <laughs> most people I don't mean, care. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that, the sad I mean, thing yeah you know it's like nobody wants to wants to operate on you know on that on those principles mm-hmm. you know they have lost character they don't have any guts it's all about you know making the most money preserving myself staying out of trouble let somebody else be the one that stands up and gets hammered down because they're the nails sticking up um it's a sad situation but that's where we're at yeah and these people impact a lot of lives mm-hmm. you know and, and and so you know in today's world you know it's you know it, mostly it's the institutions that impact a lot of lives that are going along with this if yeah. you know there's no no easy solution that's the problem and yeah uh, you've got you got a corrupt government and then, you know, and then you got all these people that are going along with everything they say. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it, it's, it, it's just, it, it, I, yeah. you get to the point where you're like, you know, you just feel like just walking away and saying, that's it, I'm at it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, um, I'm looking for a quote. I had, I thought I had it in some emails, but unfortunately, but I think, this is it. Um, <laughs> where is it? Oh, man. I know what's in here. Uh, shoot. Well, that's weird. Hmm. Oh, here it is. Right at the very top. This is by Mark Twain. In the beginning of a change, the patriot is a scarce man, and brave, and hated, and scorned. When his cause succeeds, the timid join him, 
for then it costs nothing to be a patriot. And that's exactly it. You know, the pro- everybody's waiting for someone else to stand up and be the hated, scarce, brave, and scorned person who says no. And then once they've gotten things going, then the other ones jump on because then I can do it without getting in trouble, <laughs> you know? And wow. that's the sad thing. Um, we've got a nation of people like that and very few that are the actual patriots that are standing up ahead of time and, and taking the heat, taking the slings and arrows and that kind of stuff. And it's a real shame. And because of that, you know, I, I really don't have a whole lot of hope that this is going to go through. You know, there's no way we're going to get out of this without bloodshed. The question is how much, I think. And uh, Well, Sarge, I, I thank you for allowing me to speak. I appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate you being here. And uh, you're welcome all the time. You know that. And we're going to be uh, over on the, well, on the same platforms here that we are now in an hour. And we're going to have Mike Gaddy, Cal Robbins, and DW with us. Plus, we have special guest Pastor Matt Truellis, or Truella is going to join us uh, for the first hour. And he is a quite a quite a spokesman for the church and patriotism and and proper government and that kind of thing it'll be a real interesting uh show so i encourage everybody to join us there um as soon as well like i said it'll be an hour from now uh, 1 p.m eastern and this very same venue it'll be on jitsi or excuse me on spreaker and free conference call jitsi is down um you know, unfortunately, it's a great platform, but they, for some reason, they don't build the proper uh, security controls into it. And uh, sometime late last week, somebody got into my uh, my Jitsi page and changed the thing so I couldn't log in. And when you have a company that's putting something out that allows somebody to set something up and doesn't give the person who set it up and controls it the administrative controls only... And allows somebody who just has just can walk in off the street, so to speak, and change everything and lock everybody else out. That is ignorant and stupid, as far as I'm concerned. And until they fix that problem, uh, I won't be using Jitsi anymore because it's too much of a pain in the butt. Uh, free conference call works very well. Like I said, the only problem I have free free conference call is the chat situation that you only see the things that are posted after you join the the platform. You know, I should be able to put something there at the beginning of the show, and everybody that comes in, regardless, will be able should be able to see it. But they don't have it set up that way yet, and hopefully they'll fix that. I may be going back to the uh, Spreaker software that also has chat and taking a look at that. Um, and we'll have to see how that goes. It doesn't have the interactive capabilities that Free Conference Call has, and that's what I really like about this. You know, they can provide call-in numbers, but this way, you know, people can be here and just automatically talk, and I really like that. Plus, I have control over it. If I don't want people to talk, I can lock it out. Uh, That's something you couldn't do on Jitsi either. So free conference call is a great platform. Um, I think it's going to do everything we need. Like I said, hopefully they'll fix that chat feature, Uh, but until then, we'll still be using it because it works. And uh, with that, we're out of time. Uh, I appreciate everybody being here, whether you're listening on replays or if you're listening on Spreaker or you're listening on a free conference call, whatever it is. I thank you for being here. I know that you could take uh, your, your time's valuable. You could be spending it anywhere you want. You chose to be here. 
uh, at least either live or in replay. And I thank you for that. I appreciate it. And I don't take it lightly. But uh, we are out of time. So like I said, if you take care of your bodies, because it's the only place you have to live and be yourself because everybody else is taken. We will be back uh, either in an hour uh, on the afternoon show or again on Tuesday next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Take care. God bless and have a great weekend.